Hi, I feel like today. It's me, Alan Smith, for Research Pistol Resident Today's paper on Friday, December 24th. So, Christmas Eve, it's arrived at last. Um, ambulances, the front page of the paper today, anyway, is alarm over new plan for on brink ambulance crews. So, ambulances across Scotland will be staffed by only one trained medic and a driver under COVID contingency plan set out in a memo to staff. Uh, frontline workers have been told the new operating procedures are necessary to meet the extreme challenges facing health services. Uh, staff will, only, will also only be given one break rather than two per shift, and these might have to be taken at hospitals instead of ambulance stations. Uh, one paramedic said hard-working staff would be made to feel they are worth nothing by Scottish ambulance service bosses, while health service sources fear colleagues are at breaking point. Uh, one paramedic told the press and journal, we've been stretched for years and I don't care how long people can go on. Uh, another one said the last 18 months have been brutal, while the GMB Scotland Union said the new measures pose serious questions for the health and safety of both staff and patients. So, obviously, not an ideal situation, um, but hopefully it's not for too long they're going to have to endure this kind of, um, you know, changes to, to their routine and how things work. Because um, so the, the ambulances are under extreme pressure as it is, and we've asked you in the stories of how long folk are having to wait for ambulances. So um, if it's just to make sure there's plenty of ambulances and they go and it's, it's just for a short space of time, then, you know, we'll just have to bite the bullet and, and deal with it. But certainly not ideal and, you know, um, hearts off to the, everybody that works in a ambulance service um, doing a, the best they can and under very difficult circumstances so hopefully I'll be back to normal for too long because um, you know doesn't matter how you work if you're entitled to a break you should have you a break because um, if you didn't look after yourself you can't look after other folk now here's a, a very clever doggy and it's a top dog Poppy has all her rivals licked so Olympic swimmer Hannah Miley is delighted her pooch Poppy has been crowned Scotland's best dog scooping the coveted golden bone trophy she said, it feels amazing. I just kind of stopped smiling because I genuinely didn't expect it, uh, said Hannah after the final on the BBC Scotland search for the country's most cherished canine aired yesterday evening. It was an incredible experience and I'm just so chuffed and happy for her. She was an amazing girl. Uh, Cocker Spaniel Poppy was in a tough final up against four of their pets, each judged not only for uh, challenges such as recall and agility skills, but also the bond with their owner. Um, Hannah, who has said Poppy saved her and her, her fiancé uh, Ewan uh, through lockdown, credits her bond with Poppy for the victory. Uh, regardless of the challenges, Poppy just wanted to do it because we were in a partnership, even though there were a couple of tasty treats along the way, said Hannah, who spent lockdown working on tricks with Poppy while as a world-class swimmer. She was also trying to recover from a shoulder injury. So, well, absolutely fantastic. Well done to um, uh, Poppy and well done to Hannah for... Uh, you know, teaching her all that uh, tricks, nothing they did. <laughs> and um, there's a picture of them in the paper with uh, Poppy sitting aside the Hannah on a bale of straight and uh, with the Golden Bone Trophy. So it's uh, Scotland's Best Dog 2021. So well done to her. And um, I'm just reading that there. It's uh, um, so up at the four of their pets. It didn't say if they were our dogs or no, but uh, again, like if somebody's best pet was a. a Tortoise or something, that's recall was going to be guy slow, I would have said, but anyway, well done, Poppy. Now, here's uh, Invergordon, it uh, honours its famed strongmen. So, the name Stoltman will be ingrained in the history of Invergordon after signs were raised on the approach to the tune uh, honouring two of its most famous sons. 
Uh, both Luke and Tom Stockman grew up in the East of Ross Toon and operated their own gym there. The pair have been incredibly, incredibly successful in their careers as strongmen competitors. Tom is world champion, with Luke earning the title of Europe's strongest man. Now, Inver Gordon has joined in the celebrations by raising three signs on the approaches to the tune honouring the pair. Uh, those efforts, led by the Community Council, have been met with much praise and excitement. Um, so, anyway, well, absolutely fantastic achievement, obviously, and uh, you know, a great thing for Inver Gordon to ask to uh, and loans representing him around the world and, um, you know, doing so well. It's uh, absolutely brilliant, but to have, um, you know, this twa come chopping at the council's door to say, what do you think of this idea? I think you'd be pretty quick to say, that's a good idea. So, anyway, well done to them. Now, here's uh, another uh, uh, wife who's lived to be a hunter, and um, a centenarian reveals key to her longevity. So a bump pensioner says the trick to a long life is hard work and perseverance as she turns a hunter a day. Mina Lowney said she was overwhelmed by the number of well-wishers who have reached out uh, for her big day. Friends and family alike have sent cards and flowers to her home in King Edward Village alongside a telegram for the Queen. The Hale family is preparing to begin their festive celebrations early with a celebratory meal in her honour. Uh, Mrs Lowney credits her uh, longevity to good luck, hard work and perseverance. She said they have had lovely cards and flowers for lots of folk. I'm uh, overwhelmed really with the kindness of the people here. So she was born on December 24th, 1921 in the small fishing village of Gordon. Uh, aged just eight, she first laid eyes on her future husband James before becoming best friends. The childhood sweethearts left school aged 14 and courted from then until they married in a small ceremony in an Aberdeen registry office when they were just 18. Uh, following a five-year separation, while James served in the Royal Navy Reserves, the pair were reunited and went on to run a successful fish selling business for 50 years. The couple eventually retired at age 82 and took up Dunson. Uh, age 92, the couple moved from their home in Gordon to Banff to be closer to family. Uh, Mr. Lowney died two years ago, aged 98. Uh, Mrs. Lowney says some of her fondest memories are the time she spent with her beloved husband. She added, it's difficult to pick just one. I have lots of fond memories. Um, my husband and I lived together for practically 80 years and that's well worth remembering. Uh, we were married two months shy of 80 years and we always worked together. Uh, we were married in 1939 and lived through all the war years. Uh, he was away for five years, so it's a long way back. Uh, my husband always said it was patience and perseverance and just working together. Uh, we retired from work at the age of 82 and then we took up afternoon tea and dancing. We made the most of it. So I said, well, that's absolutely brilliant. I mean, to, to work until you're 82, it's something you like doing and, you know, it's um, you're still able to do it, then why, why not? But then if you stop doing that, you take up... Uh, Afternoon tea and dancing, that's just absolutely marvellous. So, congratulations to her, a great achievement. Now, just uh, finish up with sport as normal, and then um, a couple of pages in for the back page of days, a good year as Scots evolved towards Qatar. So, while Scotland boss Steve Clark has enjoyed the year past, he is never far from looking at the next challenge. That will come in the shape of Ukraine, who visit Hamden Park at the end of March. A Scotland win puts him in a playoff final for next November's World Cup finals in Qatar. Scotland delivered six wins in the bounce to finish second in their qualifying group ahead in Denmark. Now Clark is optimistic for the challenge ahead, with uh, Ukraine returning to the ground where they beat Sweden in this summer's Euro finals. Um, I think we can compete uh, with Ukraine. For me, it was a fair draw, said Clark. It's a 50 50 game. They are a good team, and I have had a little look at them briefly on video, not in depth. They have good players, and they are in a good way. So, well, it obviously says Scotland, you can have had a, a, a railroad run, and then. Um, 
you know, hats off to Steve Clark. He's certainly turned things around and got a consistency going, which is um, absolutely brilliant to, to see and, and great for the nation. So, um, you know, wishing him a happy Christmas and a good New Year. And um, fingers crossed, come March, they're, uh, the boys are firing and ready to go. So, come on, Scotland. Well done. Now that's me done for the day now, just a wee surprise stories out of the day's uh, prison journal on uh, December 24th, uh, Christmas Eve, just one more sleep till Sunday comes for our day, so um, a very, a very pleasant day up in Aberdeen today actually, it was a, a quite uh, bright and not too cold, I mean it gets colder at night, but it's to expect, so um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast, um, it's uh, much appreciated and just to wish Everybody for us listening to it and now their, their friends and family. Um, very Merry Christmas. And uh, as I say, thanks for listening. If um, you think you might care somebody else for would like it as a, maybe a cheap Christmas present to give somebody, just give me a link to, for this podcast and uh, subscribe if you haven't already and leave a review if you have uh, time on your hands, then that would just be dandy. So... Uh, in the meantime, just to wish everybody all the very best for Christmas time, if a, if a rare time with your families and, uh, you know, if you're working, um, with condolences, but um, uh, some things have to go on. Uh, cheers now, thanks very much, to look.